grace and mercy and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The word of our God that we consider together today is today's gospel from Matthew chapter 16. In the name of Jesus, who carried the cross for us, my brothers and sisters in Christ. What does God have in mind? That's a question we sometimes ask. If someone loses their job or experiences a painful injury, they may wonder, what do you have in mind for me, Lord? In those times in life when suddenly things are very different or more difficult, we can wrestle with that question. What do you have in mind, Lord? One day, Jesus told his disciples exactly what he had in mind, both for himself and for them. He told them that he must go to Jerusalem. And while he was there, he would suffer many things at the hands of the religious leaders and authorities. Not only that, he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. By the time Jesus mentioned being raised, his disciples likely were not even able to listen anymore. They were saddened and shocked by the thoughts of Jesus, who had done so many miracles and helped so many people, having to suffer like that and to die. Why would Jesus have those things in mind? Why did he say those things had to happen and could not be avoided? Peter quickly spoke up and said, Never, Lord, this shall never happen to you. Now, Peter meant well. He didn't want to see Jesus suffer like that. If you and I had been there, I think we would have said the same thing. Peter must have been shocked to hear Jesus' response, Get behind me, Satan. Peter's suggestion that Jesus should avoid the cross was a temptation of the devil. Satan's greatest goal was to keep Jesus from going to the cross. He wanted Jesus to fail in the saving work that he had been sent to achieve. So, Jesus called Peter a stumbling block, one who was trying to trip him up and leave the work of saving sinners undone. If Jesus had avoided the cross and chosen a safe and comfortable path for himself, what would that mean? It would mean no forgiveness of our sins. It would mean no Savior to rescue us from eternal death and painful judgment that we deserve for our sins. It would mean no peace, no hope, just fearful existing with an eternal death sentence hanging over us. And that is why Jesus told Peter, you do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. So what are God's concerns? 
does God have in mind? He had you in mind. And his plan from eternity to save you from sin, to be his own child forever. And what did that require? It required the very things that Jesus spoke of here. His being handed over to suffer many things. His being killed and rising again. That was the plan that God had in mind. Because in eternity, he knew us and our need even then. That was the work that he spoke of through his prophet Isaiah, who described the coming Savior this way. He was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him. And by his wounds we are healed. That was the cost of our sin. A cost so high and so deadly that only Jesus could pay it. To give us forgiveness and hope and life. And why did Jesus say this had to happen? No one was forcing him. It was his love for us. Love so great, love so undeserved, that led him to consider no other option than to go to the cross and accomplish the work necessary to save us. Do we sometimes forget the high cost of sin? I think that may have been why Peter thought it was foolish and unnecessary for Jesus to go to the cross Yes, he was a sinner, but his sins couldn't have been that serious that Jesus would have to pay that high of a price, right? What about our sins? The hurtful words that we have spoken, our selfish neglect of others' needs, the dark thoughts of our minds that are never hidden from the eyes of God. Are those sins so serious? that nothing less can pay for them than the brutal sufferings and the innocent death of Jesus? We know there was no other way. There had to be a cross for Jesus. As our humble servant, he kept the concerns of God in mind and willingly went to the cross. There had to be a cross. But not only for Jesus. Without pausing, Jesus said, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. What does God have in mind for us and for anyone who wants to follow Jesus in faith? What does he have in mind? A life of denying ourselves and taking up and carrying our cross. The cross was and is a place of extreme pain and death where Jesus says life is lost but then is found. 
And this cross is not optional. There is a cross for every believer. A cross that has your name on it. Another one for me. Will we pick up our cross and follow him? Or will we leave it lay and walk away? What exactly might these crosses be or look like in our lives? The cross can be any pain or loss or suffering that we experience because we follow Jesus in faith. The cross might be when a friend pressures you to compromise your faith. And if you won't, they won't be your friend. Do you pick up the cross and perhaps lose a friend? Or hang on to a friend and let go of Jesus? The cross might mean having to explain to your kids why your family won't sign up for a weekend activity that will keep you away from worship in church often. And you might experience the criticism of other parents who say that you are denying great opportunities to your kids. There are places in the world where Christians can lose their home or their job or even their life if others know they follow Jesus. Here, it might be more common for us to face ridicule from others who say that we are living by outdated ideas. Perhaps the cross that God has in mind is a time of failing health or pain where the devil will taunt you to give up on God if he can't give you a better life than that. Will we pick up that cross and humbly trust that our Savior knows how best to bless us? Why do there have to be these crosses? First, remember that God is not making you suffer for your sins. You never have to wonder if God is getting back at you for something from your past. How can we know that? Because of the cross of Jesus, where every sin has been paid for. On that cross, Jesus cried out, It is finished. He did not leave even one sin for us to pay off. What then does God have in mind with these crosses? He wants us to cling ever more tightly to Jesus in faith. The devil is continually tempting us to look for life in the things of this world to earn more, to achieve more, to experience more so that we can find peace and security and happiness. But if we try to grab hold of these things thinking that we are finding life, what will happen? Eventually, all of those things will slip from our grasp and we will be left with nothing. And that's why Jesus warns, whoever wants to save their life will lose it. What 
good will it be for someone to gain the whole world, yet forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? Think of the value that God has placed upon your soul. What did God give in exchange for your soul? The blood of his Son redeemed you from sin to be his forgiven child. Will you value your soul that highly? Will you make your life of faith as a child of God your highest priority? Will you let go of those things that cannot give you real life so that you cling to and do not lose the life that Jesus has already won for you? Do not trade away your soul's eternal blessedness for a few moments of fleeting earthly happiness. Jesus knows the danger of that is real. And that's why he calls us to deny ourselves, to turn from thoughts of putting ourselves first, to let go of things that we feel are right, to say no to sin, to focus on our Savior and gladly obeying him because he loved us first. This is why Jesus calls us to pick up and carry our cross, to cling only to Christ, confidently trusting that whatever we may lose or suffer for his sake cannot compare to the glory that is awaiting us. Crosses are always heavy, and they're hard to carry. And we know that we are weak. For the strength to carry your cross, remember and keep in mind the concerns of God. Think of the remarkable concerns of God in the cross. God takes something painful, unpleasant, and even deadly and turns it into greatest blessing. With the cross of Jesus, he abolished your sin forever and embraces you with love and eternal life in your risen Lord. In the crosses you carry, trust his plan for you to cling only to Christ and to find your life in him alone. That is what God has in mind for you. So keep your eyes on the cross of Jesus and carry your cross as you keep in mind the concerns of God. Amen.